following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on a snowy, pure Michigan afternoon here on the west side of the state. Winter storm warning, 6 to 12 inches over the next 24, 36 hours. Nothing like what they're saying in Buffalo, and there's a big debate. I love this debate. Some computer model says up to 6 feet of snow between now and Sunday. All that lake effect snow in Buffalo. But then other weather experts are like, no, it's only going to be three feet of snow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's not going to be 70 inches of snow, just 36. Good. Can you get me another box of Copper Tone? Then I love the post on Nick Chubb of the Browns because the Browns and the Bills are supposed to play Sunday NFL game in Buffalo. He's 5'11". Kareem Hunt is 5'11". And they're saying if there's six feet of snow, those guys, you won't be able to see them. (laughs) Oh, I disagree with you, man. I'm Jim Cantore. I've been in hurricanes. I know this is only going to be 36 inches of snow, not 70. Welcome back to Buffalo News on the 9. Let's check in with Brett Hayes, who has a weather forecast. Yeah. Sunny and 27 today, up to 70 inches of snow by Sunday. With thunder snow. 70 inches. There is talk they may move the Browns-Bills game to Ford Field in Detroit. They did that back, I think, in 2014. I'll tell you what, bookmark that computer model for the Buffalo Visitors and Home Buyers Committee. Hey, uh, we'd like to announce that there's been some misleading information on the social networks that we're going to get seven feet of snow. It's actually only three. Oh, okay. Brett, I've been saying this all week since the snow started. I'm in the bear routine. Like this week when I don't have my kids, I have my kids every other week. Getting up at 10 a.m. is tough. Normally I'm up like at 6 a.m. with the kids. You look out the window, the snow's falling, it's cold. 
This morning at 7, see, I'm going to get another 20 minutes. I woke up like at 10.05 a.m. It's good, though. You're not motivated for the beautiful weather to do anything. All you want to do is lay in your bed and eat. <laughs> Got a pretty cool show coming up. Mike Knubel, former East Kenwood Falcon, Michigan Wolverine, played for Red. Numerous stops in the NHL, including a Stanley Cup with the Wings, played for the U.S. in Italy in the Winter Olympics, now an assistant coach to Ben Simon with the Wings' top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. He'll be in studio. We'll talk Wings and Griffins hockey and also give a shout-out to his son who committed to Notre Dame, Cole Knubel. Isn't that cool? Yeah, he signed what was the last week was the signing day for all the high school kids. So Mike Knubel in studio. Then John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders, will check in. We'll break down America's chances of advancing to the knockout round when they're done with their group play. And they get England on the Friday before Michigan-Ohio State. That's a week from tomorrow in the World Cup over in Qatar. A lot of people are saying that they're not going to watch the World Cup because Qatar and their track record as a country. Did you watch the Olympics in China? Did you? Are you checking everything you buy that says made in China? China. Did you? It's like Saudi Arabia and the live tour thing. I will not support it. Check where you get your gas for your car or truck. My Lord, I... I'm all for human rights for everybody on this planet. Men, women, I don't care your skin color, your religion, your sexual preference. I don't care. But when people start saying, I'm not watching the World Cup because Qatar and their human rights and they they bribe their way into it. I watch that FIFA special on Netflix. Oh, my God. Those guys are like, it's like soccer mafia. Except they talk like with Swedish or French accents. This week, so, so you want to buy it? You want to buy the tournament? That will be ten billion dollars. Uh, that was a good. That really was a good investigative piece. Uh, it's on Netflix. I think it's FIFA Uncovered or something. So I can watch it. Oh, I'm not going to watch Saudi Arabia. Sure, then we'll put five military bases there and we'll buy all their oil. But, but I can't watch a golfer. A golfer who went on the live tour. He's anti-American. Dustin Johnson's working for the KGB. I only watch the PGA Tour where they won't sign autographs and they'll act like jerks to you. Yeah, I'm not watching Live Tour. Those guys signed. I think they're up to something with Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Where does Saudi Arabia get all their money? Oil. And we go over and negotiate a new deal for oil. And we have military bases to protect the oil and protect the country. But we're going to pile on golfers. And now I cannot watch. I cannot watch any, any football in Qatar. After what they've done... 
They build an indoor ski park in Qatar and Dubai. I get Dubai and Qatar mixed up. Uh, and they had to move it to the fall. Normally, World Cup happens during the summer because the average temperature June through August is like 109 during the day. Which I would take right now outside of this snow-covered landscape. <laughs> All right, Bill, what do you want? Do you want 109 playing 90 minutes of soccer? Or do you want... The snow. It looked beautiful one morning. The first morning you wake up, you see the snow. You know what? I, I should take a picture. Look at the little squirrel. He popped right up. He wants a, something to put in his little tree cubby hole where he's going to probably hibernate with Mr. Bear. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk soccer with John Conlon, who is one of the great high school soccer coaches in America. He's one of our soccer insiders. We'll get the Baronies on during the World Cup. We're the only radio show, I think, in America that will talk soccer once in a while. I, I don't eat up every minute of every show. People are like, why are you doing that? Why are you talking soccer? Why? Michigan beat Pittsburgh last night, 91-60. They got Frankie Collins in Arizona State tonight. How can you talk soccer? Oh, excuse me. Let me break down a 31-point win over a dog pit team. Oh, and let's talk about Arizona State-Michigan basketball. Everybody's on the edge of the seats. Michigan fans, oh, you were praising Tom Izzo after Kentucky, but you're not praising Juwan Howard and Hunter Dickinson after they beat Pitt by 31. My bad. Let me check the rankings on Pitt. I'll get back to you. When it comes to anything Michigan, Michigan State, I feel like I'm talking to my son's legend and ace over where we should eat dinner tonight. Oh, I I want Buffalo Wild Wings. No, I want Qdoba. No, I want Brands. No, I want Buffalo Wild Wings now. I want Qdoba. Well, I want brands. You know, kids, uh, I'm not going to tell you this because you might use it against me, but your asses aren't eating. (laughs) Oh, you can't talk that way to your kids, Bill. You just threatened to malnourish them. No, I didn't. They can't agree. I just keep driving. You're going to end up with a $4 mini biggie bag at Wendy's. Enjoy. I will say one thing about Sissoko for Michigan State, and this is in regards to college hoops, and Dickinson, the big man in the middle for Michigan. When you got a big guy in college basketball, or even the NBA now, the big man has kind of disappeared. I know you got Joel Embiid with the Sixers. But at the college level, if you can run your offense through a big man and they got to collapse and cover him, you're going to get good looks. And by the way, if they don't want to collapse and cover the big man, then he can own them like Dickinson did Pittsburgh or Sissoko has done the first two games against the number two and number four teams in the country. 
There you go. I talked about Pitt, Michigan, Michigan fans. Yeah, but you're still talking soccer. Nobody likes soccer. Yeah, that's, you're right. That's why the World Cup has more viewers than anything in the world in sports. But nobody likes soccer. I get it. I remember when I first started Superfly on the huge show across Michigan. It would be the World Cup of 2002, right? I think. And some soccer fans said, hey, we're having a watch party. And I promoted it. And U.S. got to Germany. I think it was either quarterfinals or round of 16. 7 a.m. in the morning. And I think it was at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Kalamazoo. The place had a line out it. And it was packed. That was like 20 years ago. So yes, when my kids started playing soccer and I, I grew to really love the sport. And the sport has grown. And sports radio doesn't talk soccer. So I try and provide when big events happen in soccer, like World Cup for women, World Cup for men. Or an amazing season by Messi, Ronaldo, whoever. I'll talk about it. I got five shows a week. I got three live hours a day. I got 15 hours. I never forget the Lions, which we'll have Jeff Risden on tomorrow from LionsWire.com. Or the NFL. Merrill Hodge will join us on our DraftKings NFL Power Hour tomorrow. The former Steelers running back. We bring you Ballas when it comes to the Wolverines. Safey or Broom. We bring you Tim Stout, Comp, Couch. Sharby, and more when it comes to MSU. Pistons, you want George Blaha? You want Keith Langloy from Pistons.com? I don't need to explain myself, but I'm telling you, I never, never push away a major story to talk about something I like. It's the damn World Cup, people. Oh, well, you you were at your son's high school last night. It's a Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday. Mark Ewell, the executive director, joined me at Grand Abbott's Forest Hills Eastern. It was a wonderful show. Oh, but the high schools are only going to play at Ford Field a week from Friday and Saturday. It's only the playoffs. Everybody in this damn state goes to a high school football game, and I do a statewide talk show, but I can't talk about it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays from the Huge Show. We should turn that into an audio greetings card that we just send out to listeners. Huge wants to say thank you for listening in 2022. Matter of fact, I'll challenge any other sports radio show in this country. National, there aren't a lot of statewide shows. Local. Who, who, who will drop soccer insiders to break down the World Cup? Who will go sit with Mark Ewell, the executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and bring the really strong emotional feel of a dad proud of his son? And my son Ace got academic All-State. We didn't know it until last night at the banquet when Coach Swander announced him and some other Four Hills Eastern players, academic All-State, sophomore Defensive lineman both ways. He got honorable mention all-conference. 
I think the only sophomore defensive player in the OK Gold powerhouse conference, Grand Rapids South Christian and Grand Rapids Catholic Center from the conference, both could win state championships at Ford Field. And when I left that show, Buck Gino breaking down all the matchups and knowing that our affiliates cover basically where all the teams are from, which is so unique anywhere in this country to have a statewide afternoon sports radio show. And because you have a Twitter account, you feel you have this invincible power to bring change. No, you don't. When Coach Swander stops me and says, you know, that broadcast meant a lot to us here at the school. I didn't do it for me. It was easy to finish a show and go right to the Qdoba buffet, though. I will say that. And the moms make the homemade cookies, and I'm eating those things like they got a timer on it. Hey, Bill, how are you doing, Coach Swander? Um, just a question from the coach's table. Uh, we were counting how many of those homemade chocolate chip cookies you ate in the course of seven minutes, and we stopped at 12. And could you not eat the cookies over the plate of cookies? Not saying that we're getting secondhand crumbling action, but it looks like an avalanche ready to happen in the middle of the summer in the Rockies. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, time to go in the auditorium for the varsity football FHE presentations. I'm stuffing cookies in my pocket. Like I'm robbing a convenience store. Oh my God. They were those homemade chocolate chip cookies. You know the one I'm talking about, Superfly, that have that buttery taste to them? Not the ones you buy in the store that are all packaged and they're shipped in from Guam or whatever on some container boat. I'm talking about home cooked cookies. They were awesome. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, the NBA action is in full effect. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is giving everyone on the app a chance to get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Now, DraftKings has the biggest payouts ever, so why bet on the NBA anywhere else? So everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, which means you can combine multiple bets on Jay Nive is going to score this much, Sadiq Bay here, Cunningham here. How many rebounds will the team get over this point total? You can make your own stepped-up same-game parlay. And like I said, with payouts bigger than ever, The DraftKings Sportsbook app is where I go to bet on the NBA. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can sign up with promo code HUGE and then place that stepped-up same-game parlay to boost your winnings up to 100%. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Mike Knubel uh, will join us in studio next. We'll talk about... The Wings, the NHL, 
and the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Wings' top farm affiliate. John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders later in the broadcast on Team USA, their group draw, their schedule, and can they advance to the knockout round? And our Bud Light huge question of the day, will you be watching the World Cup? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with... $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. The holiday shopping season is here, and we've got you covered with lots of gift ideas at your Auto Value Auto Parts store. Everything from rechargeable flashlights and wash and wax kits to screwdriver sets, ice scrapers, work lights, jump starters, and more. All in stock and specially priced for the holidays. Someone on your list that's just too hard to gift? Well, an Auto Value gift card could make the most perfect gift at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And thank you for shopping locally. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Live Thursday broadcast inside the Auto Value bumper-to-bumper parts store studio. Mike Knubel, former East Kentwood Falcon, Michigan Wolverine, wing, many stops in the NHL, played for the U.S. in the Winter Olympics in Italy. Assistant coach to Ben Simon with the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Wings, top farm affiliate. He'll join us in studio for the next hour or so. We'll talk hockey. Wings had a great start. They kind of not bottomed out, but just flattened out. We'll talk Wings. Griffins have a ton of young talent. Also, Mike's son, Cole, signed, sealed, and delivered for Notre Dame. Signing day last week. We'll play hockey there. Notre Dame plays in the Big Ten. For hockey, they play the other sports in the ACC. They're an independent, and they basically just swim in money every day down in South Bend. I don't know why they just won't join the Big Ten. I know there's this clause in the new Big Ten TV deal that if Notre Dame joins in that $7 billion plus deal they just signed or agreed to, that if Notre Dame joins and it goes up, it was the only school mentioned in you know, we'll see uh, when that expanded playoff goes to 12. If Notre Dame is struggling to get into that, then they may be forced to join a conference. But I actually believe if you're expanding the playoffs, that expands the chances of Notre Dame to even have two losses in football and still make uh, the college football expanded playoffs. That, I, who know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, logistically, cost-wise, everything makes sense. The power, you know, the the quality of schools that they'd be playing against. It's, I don't know, you know. There's a reason. Well, the reason knows. is that yeah. they're they're the sole proprietor to their TV yeah. deals. Yeah. They, no, they, and I get I get that. They don't yeah. share with anybody, and yeah. with the Big Ten, they do it for hockey. I think for the logistics, for the fact that yeah. you're you know you're Notre Dame, you're traveling, you're playing all the Big Ten schools. But even in hockey, they they run off Peacock, right, off the service. So when they do home games, they're not on they're not on the Big Ten Plus. Or Big Ted Network, they're on uh, Peacock. So again, they they use NBC again to to broadcast uh, their hockey games through, uh, you know, that uh, streaming network. Peacock. My money rides, yeah. my money yeah. pushes rides, uh, keeps the train moving. That's what's going on. That's yeah. what ND does. So uh, your son committed to ND. Why why do he like Notre Dame? Well, I think you know he put himself in a really good spot where he could have gone pretty well anywhere he wanted to go, and it was very. Uh, uh, long drawn out process. He kind of strung them out for a while from, from basically from last September all the way through about new year's before he gave his verbal. But, um, uh, you know, and he liked to, well, he liked the big 10 experience. So he had narrowed down to Wisconsin and Penn state and some of the, you know, BC, you know, stuff like that, that had good big time athletics and big time facilities, big time sports. And so he had narrowed down to those. And then, uh, you know, Notre Dame just kind of grew on him, you know, you know, he played there as a kid and had been there and, and, and being here in the Midwest, you kind of know the presence they have, and uh, you know, and they have big time everything there. So it's uh, it's good. It's a little, you know, it's a little smaller. It's not you know the size of Michigan State, you know, or or, or, or Michigan, you know, we're thirty five thousand kids, and you know, it's roughly about ten thousand, but it seems to be big enough. And we have lots of you know local friends. You know, Ben Simon, cap, uh, coach of the Griffins, he and his wife went to Notre Dame, so already you know you got to uh-huh. hear about it all the time. You got to hear uh-huh. about it all the time, and. Friends in our neighborhood went there as well, so um, it's certainly a special place, and uh, um, you know it's, it'll be unique for him. And it's it's you know I think he's uh, extremely proud to uh, once he made a commitment, made you know decision. I think it it just really grew on him. I would say he he would about been about ninety percent ninety 
95% sure when he committed, and then it just sunk in, and then that's where only the only place he sees himself. I call it the Ben Simon factor. <laughs> him and his wife, former yeah. Golden Domers, Ben is the head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins. We'll talk about the Griffins uh, in a moment. Mike Knubel uh, in the studio. So you played for Red at Michigan, mm-hmm. and Cam, your older son, uh, he originally committed to Michigan State. He's now playing down in Kalamazoo at Western Michigan University. They have a great uh, D1 hockey program there. He's getting uh, ice time. Uh, so there was there was no family tree going through Ann Arbor. Was yeah. that you just left it up to them? Right? Yeah, yeah. No, that you know, and that happened. There were some discussions there, but you know, things weren't going to work out there for for Cole, and that's the way it goes, you know. And and he made that decision. So, um, but yeah, no, it's been very interesting, you know, and. Uh, the kids are all over the place with daughter in Michigan State. So we're spread out all over the place. So uh, it's been good. We're touching them all, you know, around the state of Michigan, which is, uh, you know, even into northern Indiana, but hitting all these great schools. We're very lucky that, uh, you know, our kids are all off and, and doing their own thing and and happy with where they're going. Yeah, and for you and your wife and your extended family and friends to have Cole now, well, he's in Fargo with USHL, but collegially he'll play two hours away from Grand Rapids, give or take, at ND, then you have Cam an hour south of Grand Rapids in Kalamazoo at Western. Your daughter's going to Michigan State an hour to the east. Yeah. That's good for you guys. Yeah, it's good for us. It's probably far enough for them. <laughs> they can. They don't have to feel like uh, it's funny. You don't see them. They're an hour away. I don't know the last time they've been home. I don't think Cam's been home since August. I have no idea. But kid, you, you know, know kids yeah. when they get about fourteen, yeah. fifteen, it changes yeah. on them. Yeah. You're not their go-to hangout yeah. person anymore. Yeah. And that's it, fine. You know, it's fine. I don't want them coming home. You know, I want, you know, I had such a great experience at school. Did, I mean, did you just announce yeah. that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm fine, kids. If you're listening on the podcast or the stream, dad's fine if you never come home. Yeah, no, but we're lucky. They have uh, camp. Speaking of camps, culture down there with uh, Pat Fershwa. He's got a real nice culture at Western. And did Pat did, coach with the Griffins? He did, yeah. He came. He was here with Jeff. Blash, that's what I thought, yeah. 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 So he, he, they both came up from uh, Western and then took the job here. But, uh, yeah, so Pat's got a real good thing going there. They got a real, real good guys there. And our daughter is thriving at Michigan State. And then our young one will thrive at Notre Dame. So it's we're really lucky in that respect. Yeah, and when you look at the latest uh, D1 college hockey rankings, Michigan is number three uh, in the country. You have Western Michigan at number 14. You have Michigan State at 17. And you have Notre Dame at twenty. Yeah, yeah, those it's like are, a canoeable D one yeah, rankings. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then Adam Nightingale, new coach at Michigan State, he's done a turning, great job turning that place yeah, around immediately. Yeah. yeah, immediately, and you know, they, they finished some facilities there. Anybody who's been around that campus has seen what they've done to the front side of the of the arena at Mun, and they, you know, they've added some weight rooms, and other teams get to use the golf team uses in that too. So it's all the athletes there have. Uh, have, have have had a huge upgrade on that campus there, and and so it's that program's going nowhere but up. Yeah, Michigan has a powerhouse team again, nine and three on the season. Uh, Michigan State uh, ranked, as I mentioned, at seventeen, uh, eight three and one, and D's five five and two, and Western's eight and five right now. It's a lot of parity too. It's hard to sweep, you know, in the Big Ten. It's hard to sweep a weekend and. Is Western playing in the Western Collegiate and the NC NCHC? Yeah, so, yeah. So Duluth comes to town this this weekend, and is Wisconsin in that? Or is Wisconsin, no, in, Wisconsin the Western? in the Big Ten? Yeah. Oh, they're they're in the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And so big game in Ann Arbor tonight. You have 
So Minnesota, 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 Minnesota and Michigan at Ann Arbor tonight is a huge game. Because before Minnesota and Wisconsin were in the Western. Well, yeah, back when I played, we had the OCCHA right. and the Western, the WCHA. So they required all the Big Ten schools yeah. playing hockey. Uh, so too. Big Ten made their move, what's well, it, probably 10 years yeah. ago now? And I mean, that kind of blew up. It really just kind of like. I'm surprised more schools. I know Penn State built a big rink on campus. Penn right? State is uh, three or four in the country right now. Yeah, they're number six. Six, all right, yeah. And they got a first that, place There's all kinds of polls. Two. There's like three or four But didn't they build polls. a big rink on campus? Yeah, Terry Pegula, the owner of uh, Buffalo Bills. Built the rink? Built their, yeah, gave them $80 million to start the program probably about 10 years ago. $80 million. Yeah. That's nice. Whatever it costs, I mean, to do a rink and I, I endow scholarships. Say, Mike, I know yeah. you and I have talked a lot in our you know, conversations uh, during hockey season, you know, high school, college, pro, Olympics, and more. I still believe that... The NCAA, the marketing of hockey, you know, for me not to know who's in what conference, to not to know this, I, it's kind of like the marketing of soccer. I know they're focused on, you know, football, obviously, uh, basketball, March Madness, you know, the money makers, but the marketing, mm-hmm. the marketing, I know the Frozen Four is really cool mm-hmm. and done, done right. And once you get to the NCAA hockey tournament, it's big, but the, the in-season marketing of all the teams at the D1 level, I think could be so much better with hockey and with soccer. Well, I do think, you know, if you're on Twitter and you're on Instagram, I think, uh, I think the schools do a nice job. Their, their sports information do a good job. But more of a um, national footprint. On yeah. It. And there's one, there's stuff like everything. College hockey is a, is a thing on there and college hockey news. Like there, there's these little, little, um, like, Websites or Instagram pages or Twitter pages do a good job. Hockey, college hockey tends to be a little bit regional. You know, it's New England. You know, it's a lot around Michigan here. And then for sure, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota. It's extremely, uh, it has a bigger foothold in some of these regions than on nationally, for sure. It's much more territorial. You know, I wonder if schools like UCLA and USC, when they enter the Big Ten, if they'll think about hockey, because I'm looking at the NCAA, you know, men's D1 rankings. I, I think the U.S. Coaches uh, Association poll, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. And I'm trying to think uh, beyond west of the Mississippi, I don't think there's a school in the top 25. Maybe would it be, is North Dakota west of the Mississippi? I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. yeah. So that would be, yeah. yeah. Minneapolis is yeah. the top of the Mississippi. Right, right. So I'm, well, I'm no, looking then at Denver. Denver is very good. Denver won the oh, yeah, championship Denver. last year. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You know what? My geography uh, lessons yeah. right now. We got to get a map out. Let's What's get a, going there's on? There's a blank wall oh, behind Denver. you. We need to put a map Hold on. Up. There's Denver's <laughs> number one. I'm like, hey, you know, the only school I see west of the Mississippi is North Dakota. What about number one, Denver? Didn't you live out in Oklahoma or something? Yes, that was like, you think you'd know a little bit. Thank you. Or I, that I would know Wisconsin plays in the damn Big Ten. Uh, yeah. Or Minnesota does. Oh, my God. What's going on? It's the snow. I swear to God, I'm sleeping too much. I had like nine hours of sleep again last night. Once it started snowing, I'm a damn bear hibernating. All right. All right. I'm not even thinking. Oh, hey, uh, how many? All right, so we got two schools west of the Mississippi. Well, uh, a, don't the start another. You got to list five other ones is now. Arizona State a Power Five school. I mean, as far as football, right? They're in the Pac-10. Right? They're not ranked. Yeah, no, they aren't. They're independent. They were a guest of the Big Ten for a while, but they're you know they're they're an well, Alabama program. Hudsville has a D1 program. Some weird schools, but I'm surprised with hockey that and with the like Nashville taking off and. You, you look in Florida and Tampa Bay, I'm really surprised that more schools 
aren't introducing D1 hockey. Well, I mean, Northwestern is the number one to me. You're in a number three market in the nation with a huge pro presence. With, with an upscale with, yeah, education, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Why doesn't Northwestern have one? What about, I'm just thinking Big Ten teams. Then you, have, then you go to the D.C. area. You know, why, Maryland. you know, Maryland with the, you know, the caps and what they've done out there. That's and that's even the rain, you know, in, in North Jersey. Good, I mean, we're Rutgers, back on track yeah, now. Yeah, now yeah. I'm on the same line with yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, is Denver West, uh, welcome back to Jeopardy for the championship. Uh, Bill, is Denver West of the Mississippi? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, yeah, but I, I, it's all marketing. Now I'm just talking yeah. from a marketing perspective on, you know, teams and just growing the sport. At the D one level, it's hard. It's I mean, it's a difficult program to start. You know, we just because the travel talk, isn't out well, right? We, uh, yeah, I mean, that's travel is. I mean, everybody's fine with that these days. But look it at the AHL and all the West Coast teams yeah. they have now, right? Yeah, that's the Gretzky and. Then the Griffins just fly out to San Diego, right? Yeah, they're out in San Diego, and and more and more players are. You know, the I mean, Austin Matthews, the number one draft pick three years ago, was from Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, there's more and more players. We have. Uh, player in Grand Rapids, Cross Hannis, who's from Dallas. I mean, we have more. Is he playing Southside? What's that? Is he playing for the Griffins or with your Southside? Griffins, pro, pro team. Oh, yeah. You know, he's not. a second-round pick of the Red Wings. What's that team you were coaching or involved with that had a bunch of kids from all across the country? At oh, that would, have been our, that would have been our Fox Motors team, yeah. Was it, 16 yeah. team. And we had three kids from Alaska, one from Connecticut, so. Please. You guys yeah. still getting those kids from everywhere at Southside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they come in. Yeah. Are you coaching? I help with our 15-year-old teams. Yeah, Who's the head coach? 2007. His name is Ryan Kosecki. He is a, actually a, a, a co-GM of Youngstown Phantoms in the USHL, and he is uh, a director of TPH there down at Southside and, and that. So he does uh, has a good hockey background. So Yeah, Southside Ice Arena, by the way, great. Uh, one of the premier uh, hockey destinations, a couple sheets of ice there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Byron Center, uh, just south of Grand Rapids. You still doing the Mike Knubel camp? I do it every summer, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm helping you out here. I'm trying to get away from the geog- <laughs> geographical. Hey, hey do I, you know, I think North Dakota's there. What about Denver, Bill? You're helping yourself out. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am trying to help myself out. It's called, you know, just moving on. But, yeah, so uh, Mike Knubel camp and more. Uh, Mike, like I said, former East Kent with Falcon, played at Michigan NHL with the Wings. Ton of stops, uh, Team USA uh, in Italy, assistant coach with Ben Simon and the Griffins. So the Wings, you know, uh, you know, 10 days ago, you're like, wow, they're the surprise story in the NHL, and boom. Uh, here comes four straight, not playing good hockey. Uh, they were 4-0-2 in those previous six, and then they've lost four in a row. Uh, can you... Uh, with what you've watched, uh, have you seen something different from that great start? Oh, I think we were enjoying. It. I think I think it was you know they were playing good hockey and timely scoring. They've had you know a number of injuries. You know he missed Bertuzzi for a good six weeks. Uh, Jake Vrana, who was you know you're counting on um, uh, twenty twenty five goals from him, he stepped away from the team for personal reasons. And then you know Zadina and Elmer Soderblom, uh, you know who's establishing himself as a really good rookie broken ankles you know or broken legs whatever they have you know and blocking shots and that so um that starts to thin out the uh thin out the talent pool you know and they drag guys up from grand rapids here you know matt luff spent some time there he was the player who got hit in the chin and then had the cage on and then got then took the cage off the other day and somebody took a suspension on him and then austin zarnick's up there and so we end up Giving up some of our guys, Jonathan Bergeron just went up and a nice shot in the arm the last couple of days for them, you know, and um, an assist in his first game and then a goal the other day in um, Anaheim. Um, so 
they start pulling up Grand Rapids guys. And if you have three or four of our guys in your lineup, you start to get a little bit thin, you know, and that's the reality. And that's how it is. You can't, you know, you need all your NHL healthy bodies to, to play and do well. And that's, you know, those are the guys you're counting on for production and points and all your, all the, you know, all killing penalties, being on the power play. Those are, those are the guys that are worthy of it. And if they're injured, you start to get a little thin. Uh, we'll talk more uh, wings. Uh, we'll get to the Grand Rapids Griffins, talk NHL and more hockey with Mike Knubel in studio. If you have a hockey question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Come spend a night with Daryl Hall and the Daryl's House Band. A rare up-close evening with the singer-songwriter. November 23rd, DeVos Performance Hall. A musical journey through his entire career featuring special guest Todd Rundgren. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Daryl Hall with special guest Todd Rundgren. Live, new album, Before After, out now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Hour, back live on the Huge Show across Michigan. Mike Knubel in studio. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. One reminder, don't forget the Ohio State-Michigan game, the huge watch party with Johnny Brand at the Brands on Leonard Downtown GR. Call ahead, reserve your table. The full uh, bar, restaurant will be open. It's Michigan-Ohio State a week from Saturday. And the huge show will be at Johnny Brands on Leonard right off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. I think they open at 11 a.m. The game is a noon game. Should be number two versus number three. And I think the winner is in the college football playoff for sure, even if they would lose uh, the Big Ten title game, which looks like it may be Iowa. Once again, Johnny Brands on Brands or on Leonard in downtown GR a week from Saturday. The huge Michigan Ohio State watch party. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free and available on your schedule at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. A lot of conversation today, ranging from Mike Knubel in studio talking about the Wings. My huge opinion on Michigan basketball, number 20 in America, hammered Pitt last night with a huge second half, 91-60. Mike Knubel talking hockey in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. We mentioned the Griffins setting up four guys. They've been a great uh, feeder team for uh, the Wings over the years as their top farm affiliate. Uh with what you've lost, but what the start of the season has brought, working with Ben Simon here on the west side of the state in Grand Rapids, what have you really liked about this Griffins team? Well, it's good. I mean, I, we're already testing our depth, you know, and that's something we didn't have last year. We were digging for guys around Toledo and and in the Kalamazoo Wings, and again, you know, you're pulling guys from a, a league below, and it's you know nothing, not nothing against them, there's but a it's trickle just, down effect. Yeah, the whole way, right? absolutely. So now we're we have to go find guys, you know, and so. Um, I think our depth has been a lot better, and and that, and and our young talent too. So it's there's a lot of uh, uh, Bob Kayser brought up the other day, which I didn't even notice. He said like this might be one of the more most American born teams we've had in Grand Rapids, where I feel like it's all Swedish or Finnish. I mean, our both our goalies are Swedish. We got our I mean our Finnish and Swedish, and then we got Swedish and Finnish defensemen, Swedish forwards and stuff. So. It's like I, I thought the opposite, but Bob was you know looking at the roster and said it's one of our most American type teams that we've ever had. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But I think overall our depth is way better, and it's already being tested, you know, uh, here and uh, uh, with uh, with uh, some injuries and and uh, some fluky stuff. Guy got hit with a puck, you know, Dominic Shine got hit with a puck in the head the other day. <laughs> like just just weird stuff's been happening a little bit. But you know, it's again we haven't had to dig too far to find players. We have them here in stock. Uh, when healthy and with the roster in Grand Rapids and not shuffling back uh, between GR and Detroit, uh, who's on that top five list that you believe 
that they'll contribute with the Wings, whether it's this year with a call-up or next season or a couple years down the road. Well, it's funny. I mean, you asked me a month ago, and I could label the guys, almost name the guys who are up there right now, right? You have Matt Luff, who is a good player. He's been up there, and now he has broke his wrist. You know, he got hit from behind. The, uh, the young kid from Montreal hit him and broke his wrist after he already lost like three teeth the week before. You know, Austin Zarnick's up, but he might be uh, – you know, he's a player, he's a filling guy and, and a Detroit kid. He's done well up there, scored a goal the other day against the Rangers. And then Jonathan Bergeron uh, has played his second game, just played his second game up there. And so he's up. But, you know, obviously another big guy that we have down here is Simon Edvinson, who's another six 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 seven guy, uh, raw defenseman. So there was a lot of question if he'd make Detroit out of camp, but they probably did the right thing for him to let him come down here and play and um, uh let him let him you know log a bunch of minutes down here and stuff so and kind of get used to North America so it's um you know he he's gonna be a big winner you know you can't miss him on the ice he's six six a smooth skating defenseman so you can't miss him but you know he might be our next guy to to go at some point during the year now when is that gonna be who knows and I mean I think Steve showed last year he didn't he was in no hurry to call up Bergeron uh, even though he probably deserved it and was in no hurry but uh, finally did and. And, uh, you know, Simon could find himself in the same type, same type of situation. Mike Knubel in studio talking hockey here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. You have a hockey question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also, you can drop that question uh, on the Huge text chain. Just text the word Huge to 21,000. You can text us uh, anytime you want to. Yeah, so the Steve Eiserman plan from moving on from Blash to what you've seen early this year, even with the injuries and four losses in a row. Tough one when they had that lead late against Anaheim and lost in OT. What do you see uh, in this rebuild, reload, whatever you want to call it, uh, that you like, Mike, uh, that's coming? And it may be playoffs at the end of the year. It still may be a year out or so. Uh, what do you like from the Stevie Y? Oh, I do like, I mean, you kind of touched on it there, a little bit of patience, you know. And again, I think it goes back to even like with Jeff, like it'd been easy to come in and and fire Jeff right away. But, you know, hockey people know like he's doing a good job with what he had, you know, and be able to keep his room together and keep guys competing every night, you know. And so, and then Stevie has really got to be patient, you know, with the young players. So you have these young guys that are coming in and, and they come in as draft picks and trying to figure some guys will jump up right away, like a solder bloom. He'll kind of stick right away. And then other guys will take some time down here. So again, it's for down here, it's, you know, being patient with their mistakes on a nightly basis and, and helping these guys grow and, and, and give them the time to, to, to do that. So it's, again, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really hard to, quick fix this thing and I think obviously any Wings fan out there knows it hasn't been a kind of a quick fix but there are strides getting forward moving forward and and you know this is this well I think when you're in salary caps and you're and you've been a top team for a long time there's there's certainly a cycle and you can go through the through the through the standings there and see teams that were at the top of the conference or Stanley Cup champions even a couple of years ago you know part of the benefit of you know the Blackhawks are kind of going through this now you know where they're Stanley Cup champions and now Taves and Kane and now Chicago's, you know, kind of on the downswing again, you know, and, 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 and that. So it's, it does, it is very cyclical, especially, uh, you know, when you have cornerstone players that you've relied on for years and, and then eventually they age out and get older and, and, and your team, you know, hasn't had great draft picks because you've been doing well. Frankly, you don't get to draft in the top 10 when you're doing well. You draft at 20 and 30 and, and sometimes those guys aren't, 
you know, cornerstone guys. So it's uh, it, it's all this stuff cycles around. Well, what's missing? Is it here and just needs more maturation, more ice time, or is there you know A, B, C, just A, just A and B, Mike? That's missing from getting the wings back uh, to be in that consistent playoff team. Probably, you know, I mean, you can add you can add some leadership through and veteranness through free agency and that, but you need this core group to kind of age up a little bit more. And I saw, yeah, group, yeah, right? I saw in Washington, it was the Ovechkins and Nick, Nicholas Backstrom. Mike and that Green. was when you were there when they were Yeah, young. they were all like these guys age, you know, and they, they were like, wow, we got a great team. And, you know, they brought some older guys in, but the, the core of the group didn't win. I mean, I don't think Ovechkin won for another, if I was in there 2012, they didn't win to 2019-ish, somewhere in there. Like So it was another seven or eight years so before they won, you know, and, and then you needed support. You needed some other draft pick, draft classes coming through and supporting from underneath. So you need those franchise cornerstone guys, the Mo Siders, the Lucas Raymonds, the Larkins before he gets too much older, you know, and and you need uh, Sideman Edvidson, who's our defenseman here, and you need some help from underneath, and you need your just. You need to find some studs in your draft pool there, and 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 from your years of draft, and and help push the group. So it's still going to be a while. I mean, the first step's going to be make playoffs, but when you're a true contender, it's you know that's a whole another uh, whole another step forward. I was reading a story. I was just trying to find it that Ovechkin is close to Crosby's all time numbers and Wayne Gretzky's all time goal scored. That that that's a quiet career, and I don't know because he's playing in Washington that really hasn't garnered the publicity you would think it would. Well, I think... Well, I, I'm yeah. talking about his push for... And, and, and the names he's with yeah, right Yeah, no, right? I, I think it's... Again, I've said it on the show before. It's it's the fact that you're even having a conversation that somebody's nipping at Gretzky's heels as exactly. far as goal scoring. Where, you know what? If he stays healthy, he's only got to average like... Average like thirty five goals over the next like two or three years, like to catch this. It's like that, that's something big, that's very reasonable, and that that's a, I mean that's a you know that's a big you know that's one hundred and twenty goals maybe in the next three years, but but that's like that's doable for him, you know, and that's that's the scary part, you know, and you know again you have to realize, I mean, Alex missed probably forty games from one lockout, and then probably. You know, he missed a year, so he probably he was drafted and then had to sit a year because the league was uh, league was locked out in 04. I mean, he should have been in the league that year, and there's been some various things. Oh, COVID shut the league, you know, COVID shut the league down for a little bit. So overall, he's been super healthy, like on his end of it. I don't know if he's missed more than a dozen hockey games in his career, but there's been, you know, labor shortage, a COVID outbreak, and, 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 a, and another labor shortage right when he was drafted that pushed his entry back a year entry into the league uh, a year later and so it's it's amazing that he's even in this even in this uh and even in this discussion right now yeah he's uh at last report has eight goals so far for the caps uh this season he's just 107 goals shy of overtaking Gretzky for first all time yeah. in NHL history didn't we used to say most of Gretzky's records were untouchable i it is. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. I know it's it, it's pretty. It, it's absolutely amazing, you know. And like I said, he's, he's had things work against him a little bit, things out of his control, not his play, not things that have to nothing to do with his play, but were out of control as far as labor and and mother nature, you know, canceling the season at one point. So um, he, yeah, like you say, one hundred and seven. That's yeah, it's roughly thirty five. Yeah, what well, that's that would have been one fifteen before the year, so that'd be thirty five a year that he'd need for for the next three years, and that's pretty darn reasonable for like a guy like him. 
Yeah, by the way, when he broke uh, the single season record by one player with a single franchise. Yeah, yeah he just set that one. Right. He broke Gordy Howe's record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, think about the names he's being mentioned yeah. with. Yeah. Howe, yeah. Gretzky. Oh, I mean, uh, are, are they the two I, biggest I, names you know, ever in hockey? Passed, I mean, but you've passed everybody else. Yes, those are the two on the crown of hockey. Babe they're they're, 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 they're right? the crown jewels, you know. They're, they're Woods, yeah. Nickel, yeah, and Palmer, Yeah, they right? are. They're, they're the only top two. There's no debate. You you debate those two for the greatest player of all time. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so Nobody else got, is in the conversation. Right, when he got the 787, he broke uh, Gordy Howe's mark of 786 in 1,687 games of the Wings. And that mark, by the way, had stood since 1971. Yeah. I said, I, I, for me to come across this story like on a tweet earlier today, and I'm thinking that is, and this is something where, again, uh, I go back to the marketing, uh, the, the marketing of hockey in America. Mm-hmm. I know inside the hockey circles, they get it, they eat it, they live it every day. But I'm telling you, there are great stories. And the move to ESPN, you see in the mm-hmm. in the ratings, uh, it, it's been the right move yeah. uh, back for the NHL. But there's still another level of marketing. I think maybe because in Canada it's so big, they they take it for granted that everybody in America feels the same way. And yeah. I think we're a little jaded because of the Wings and and they're you know the Yankees of hockey that there's always talk about them. Well, yeah, and when you get, I mean, if he gets, you know, once you get down to, you know. You're don't, under, don't start the I geography again. I don't yeah, want to yeah. go west. I don't go. I don't want to go west to the Mississippi again. You know, once you're under 40, I mean, it'd be great. You know, they'll have a countdown clock going, I'm sure, on ESPN. And, you know, it's every goal that, you know, from 30 on down, you know, they'll probably almost stop coverage. And in the final 10 will be like, you know, that'll be a big celebration. Even the casual fan will pick that up, you know. And so, um that's always a, that's always been hockey's thing is like how do you get to the casual fan you know and how do you get to kind of the fans and, and you know and the arguments hockey's a little bit of a niche sport you got to hit know? the kids yeah yeah the kids and they'll be on Instagram and the kids you know people will be tracking in it'll be a countdown so I hope he gets there because it'd be great excitement for the NHL you know speaking of Instagram this is about Ovechkin and breaking Gordy Howe's record with a single team from uh, Greg uh, Wyshynski, ESPN hockey insider. Ovechkin didn't know about that record before this season. He didn't hear about breaking the record from a coach or a teammate. He said he saw it on an infographic while scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's oh, just by like, the way, you know. there's a, you're, you're, you're Ovechkin, you're scrolling through Instagram, and you see a graphic where you're like, oh, I about just yourself. broke. You're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I That's didn't good. know I just broke Gordy Howe's all-time <laughs> record for goals uh, with a single team yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I know. That, that yeah, says yeah. something. That kind of backs up my marketing thought, what I'm telling. Well, are you saying he didn't know it was in reach? It was coming up? or Well, because their, their PR people would for sure. He did not know. I mean, How'd he knew PR leading up to it. How did not know? Oh, they would know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said before, before yeah. as he was coming up to it. Well, right, they're not right. going to talk about it in the summertime. It's training camp. That, no, he's talking about yeah, that. He, he yeah, didn't know until... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he, I mean, he's... Again, yeah, he's, you know, like you said, he's just going about his business and he's just playing hockey and he's scoring goals. And he's like, yeah, basically somebody taps him on the shoulder be like, you just broke another record. He's like, eh. You so you, you played with the Cavs with the Vetchkin. What made him so great? Where, where could you see the greatness? Well, I think he was just... He's a little bit of a freak of nature. You know, he's not made in a weight room. He's not like, like what? Just he's just natural. He is. He's not. You know, he's not doing. You know, everybody. Oh, I sleep in a hyperbaric chamber, or I I lift weights and I work out with this guy. Or I have a stretching coach. I got this coach. I got that coach. He's just just a hockey player, and 
and he's just built like for the long haul. He's got like a farm boy strength to him, like, you know, just big and burly barrel chest, just like a guy that, you know, looks like he could be rustling cows. He's either a world-class hockey player or or rustling cows down at the farm, you know, like it's one or the other. So that's big you know, in Russia, by the way. Yeah, yeah, uh, rustling right. cows at the farm. It's I said big. rustling, rustling cows, yeah. not wrestling. Right, rustling, rustling. I, I was say wrestling yeah, cows. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, rustling cows. So he looks exactly like he did in the drinking fountain hammer. Yeah, yeah, at the he world, does. Uh, you know, and, and at the Stanley Cup yeah, celebration, and he, right? he likes it all. You know, I mean, when he was a younger player, he liked to, you know. He, he could burn the candle at both ends pretty good, you know, but he's obviously, he's had a family, slowed down, he's in his 30s, and probably re- realizes, yeah, you know, like, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, so I've got to take care of it. But, you know, I think you can't underestimate either. Now, Nick Backstrom hasn't played. He's He's been his, his you know, shotgun center here for the last dozen years. And then uh, another defenseman there, John Carlson, who's really been a great PP guy to him and if you follow the caps he likes to you know Alex likes to one time the puck from his offside and and everybody knows it's coming yet he still can't stop it and 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 it still works and it's worked for years and it's it's probably going to work forever till the day he retires yeah nobody savored that uh, nobody savored a Stanley Cup celebration like Ovechkin did yeah. Uh, in Washington. Yeah, I think the Caps in general kind of knocked it out of the park and maybe him made in a the celebration. Fountain, him sitting in the fountain. Yeah, yeah, down at Georgetown there, which is a really cool area right along the river. It's an awesome area, a couple of restaurants, a big fountain in the middle. I've been there a couple of times. And uh, yeah, I know right where they were, right along the right along the river there in, in, in Georgetown. So it's a pretty sweet spot. So your NHL career spanned what year to what year? I turned pro in 1995. And then your last finished game, in 2013. 2013. Yeah. yeah. So 18 years? Yeah, 17, 18 years. So in your 17-18 years, give or take. 17 and change, yeah. 17 and change in the NHL, uh, where would Ovechkin rank on the great players you played with or played against? Well, yeah, yeah. So I started so in, in Detroit in with like the Eisermans and the Shanahans and that winning Stanley Cup. So who's in front of Ovechkin played with from Gretzky, that? Yeah, uh, I played with Gretzky. Yeah, you uh, played with Gretzky? Yeah, I played with Gretzky wins last year in New York. And then Joe Thornton on his way up, who's wow. a Hall of Famer. And then Peter Forsberg in Philly mm. and then Alex. So they were all, they were all, I don't think any of them were, you know, I think none of them were 25 or 26. Like Ovi was 25, 26 when I played with him. Wayne was probably 36. Eisman Shannon were probably 32, 33. Peter was probably 32, 31, 32. Joel was 20. Joel was young. Joel was 22 or three years old, too. So, um, and Ovechkin was how old when you started? Probably, he was probably, if he's, it was probably, he's probably 25 ish, 26. So he was just beginning. Yeah, he's right, right, kind seven of. Seven years later, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's probably 24, 25 in there, yeah. So if you, so if you had to rank him, one, one, two, and three top three players Mike Knubel played with or played against. Who would that? Oh, list with be? yeah, yeah. So it'd be Ovechkin in his prime was the best. Joe and you know as he was coming in would be next best. Uh, Stevie you know, and then, yeah, Eisman Shanahan. Yeah. Oh, they kind of go list. together. Yeah, yeah. Think, when you, when they you were just because they were a little bit older. And Gretzky, I mean, what was yeah. it like? Gretzky was like playing uh, with uh, Elvis in the band in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Gretzky was right 30, at the end. Uh, he was thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So you it's like it Elvis the with the band yeah. in Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You, you knew it was coming. In. But you, you knew it's Gretzky though. Yeah, too, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was he a good guy? Oh yeah, Wayne was great. Yeah, it was awesome. So he's just like. I think he's done a real nice job on TNT. He's kind of coming out of his comfort. I, I don't think he's very comfortable doing what he did, but I think Paul Bissonnette and some of those guys that kind of coaxed him out of his shell a little bit, and I think he really enjoys it. I think probably having high-profile 
daughter, high-profile son-in-law, really helps where he's got to be out there and, and people talking to him a lot and make him kind of push him out and get out of his shell a little bit. So that's good. Michael, thanks for the time in studio, my friend, okay? All right. Yeah, Mike Knubel talking hockey here on the HUGE show on this Bean Carter Thursday. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. More for your money this Thanksgiving at Meyer. Set the table with Meyer Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound. Limit two. Then save with everyday low prices on sides like Meyer frozen steamable sweet corn and Meyer cream of mushroom soup. A five pound bag of russet potatoes for 99 cents and Pillsbury crescents and pie crust. Buy three, get two free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestras. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The Best of TSO and more. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go talk about the Michigan high school football playoffs and that drive to Detroit. Brett Makita from our sister station, Wood Radio. 96.1 is our flagship station, Wood Radio AM and FM 106.9 and AM 1300 in West Michigan is right down the hallway. He is the high school guru. Uh, him and Buck Gino uh, will be calling Grand Rapids South Christian in Edwardsburg on Saturday from Battle Creek, Harper Creek. One more cold weekend, and then everybody goes uh, indoors, Divisions 1 through 8. And uh, Brett, the west side of Michigan is representing well here as we're a game away from Ford Field. Well, that's what's fun about this, Bill, is no matter where you check in from the state listening to your show, I mean, there's great football across the state. And we had a lot of, last week, as you know, Grand Rapids versus Lansing matchups. I mean, West Catholic and Lansing Catholic Central. Uh, I ended up doing the game between Grand Ledge and Caledonian Division One, uh, But there were other matchups. And now you kind of see, as we get to this point, more east side directly versus west side, Detroit versus Grand Rapids and Mesquite. And that's what makes it fun because you go through with these state rankings all the time, whether it's Mick McCabe you follow with the free press or whatever. And until you get out there and you settle it on the field, as you know, 
Um, you, you just don't know because of the different styles and, and great coaching, I think, across the state that we have. And you and I might have seen one of the better games this year, Bill, in that cold and biting wind at Falcon State when East Kentwood on Friday night last week. We saw number one versus number two happen to both be from West Michigan in South Christian and Whitehall in Division Four. I mean, just a fantastic football game, well coached on both sides, and a ton of college talent in that game. Yeah, we mentioned that uh, Grand Rapids South Christian and Whitehall, uh, which is on Michigan's West Coast, that they didn't look like D4 teams. They look like teams you would normally see at the D1 level in the state of Michigan. Absolutely. I mean, just look at the linemen that we saw, Bill. And I know your son Ace plays on the line at Forest Hills Eastern. And congratulations to him. As a sophomore, he had a great year up on varsity, garnered some great experience. But, you know, he worked out with a lot of those kids or has seen those kids, whether it's in, you know, practices or scrimmages or whatever. And, I mean, we're talking kids that are, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 250 plus. And, you know, pushing people around, it was amazing to watch. And the other thing that I love that I will say, and I'm a little biased in this, covering high school sports now in my 30th season, but one of the things that I wish college players sometimes and pro players would take note of high school players is the sportsmanship. That was a hard-hitting physical game that had been talked about since about week three of the regular season. You know that. Could they meet? And they finally did in the regional final. And you know what I saw, Bill? I saw kids hitting hard on a cold night, realizing if you're a senior that this could be your final game. And they were helping each other up after they knocked each other down because they enjoyed the game. They enjoyed the atmosphere, the moment. You could feel it. I could feel it on the sidelines. And, and that's one thing I guess I will say when you watch at this point, Final Four, state championship games, if you're going as a fan, you know what? Be easy on the officials. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the moment because it's all about the kids and the coaches. And we saw that in that game on Friday night. So what games intrigue you? I know you're doing Grand Rapids South Christian and Edwardsburg D4 uh, semifinal on uh, 96 won the game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station for uh, the huge show. Uh, what other matchups that you're not doing on Saturday? All classes, one through eight. I know we got the eight man finales, Division One and Two, up in the UP at the Marquette uh, NMU Dome. But what what games? If you weren't calling South Christian and Edwardsburg, Brett, what game would you be going to? Or games? Oh, boy. Uh, if I had to limit it to just one, that's tough because there's so many good ones just involving our teams in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, I think Muskegon-DeWitt in Division Three at Greenville High School is always interesting just because of the, the background. I mean, you could argue and say those are two of the top four teams in that division year in and year out over the last five years. And the winner of that game has obviously gotten to Ford Field. In this case, it's for sure going to happen as a semifinal. Hasn't always been a semifinal matchup. But just the pedigree and the coaching that goes into that. Coach Zimmerman for DeWitt, fantastic. Coach Fairfield, I mean, he's had a lot of heartbreaks at Ford Field in the state championship games, but arguably one of the best programs in the state regardless of division. That one jumps out at me. i got to be honest, in Division Two, a, a team that maybe doesn't have superstars but just wins and they're unbeaten, Tim Rogers and the job at Forest Hill Central has done in the OK White. Outright champs, knocked out Muskegon Shores, knocked out East Lansing. For those people listening in the capital city, a good East Lansing squad last week. And they just have great defense, but they're going up against 
a Cinderella kind of story year for Dexter. And you know all about Dexter, Cole Cabana, one of the best players in the state going to Michigan. They've got a tight end whose name escapes him right now, but I know he's committed to Michigan State. Uh, they got a quarterback who I think threw for six touchdowns last week. They took apart a good Midland team. Dexter unbeaten against Forest Hill Central unbeaten at Portage Northern. I think it's going to be a heck of a game on Saturday. And then one more I'll throw in there, Caledonia. And you know all about the Fighting Scots and Derek Pennington. They've got a lot of talent. And they're going to be pushed to the test with a perennial playoff, I'll say state championship program, in the Wolves of Clarkston. And this Ethan Clark kid, when you watch his highlights, this kid's electric. So in space, athletes in that game with Mason McKenzie and Brock Townsend, the outstanding junior running back who's getting highly recruited from Caledonia, that would be a lot of fun. Brett Bikita, he is the high school guru over 30 years since he learned his craft inside the Enberg Center in Mount Pleasant at Central <laughs> Michigan University. They used to call him Little Dick Enberg uh, when he was in college, and now he has uh, grown into one of the better broadcasters in the state of Michigan. Wood Radio in the mornings uh, with Steve and the crew on AM 1300, 106.9 FM, uh, in Grand Rapids and 96 won the game. You're home for the high school game of the week in football and basketball and the drive uh, to Detroit. So uh, you're, you, when you when it's all said and done this weekend, by the time everybody gets through what looks like really cold, snowy weather, pretty much uh, every place in this state for the games on Friday and Saturday, who will be playing at Ford Field? Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a tough road, I'll be honest, even though they're a local team for Caledonia, just because Clarkston has been so good. They beat Rochester Adams, who is a power in the Detroit area twice. Uh, just beat him last week to get to this point. Uh, so you look at Clarkston, I think that's going to be a tough one for Caledonia. I think in Division Two, uh, like I said, I want to see if Forest Hill Central has enough for Dexter. Um, and also there's an injury for the Forest Hill Central quarterback in Justin Osterhaus. I know he didn't play last week against East Lansing, so I don't know if he'll be back in this one or not. That'll be big. Um, Muskegon, Division Three. you look at the other side, whoever they're going to face, you know, could it be a Detroit King-Muskegon matchup or a rematch with uh, Detroit King and DeWitt from a year ago? That's going to be a lot of fun. And then one more I'll throw in there that's kind of a dark horse, but I think will be a good game. Clinton. And you know all about Clinton, Bill, because I know when your son played down at Adrian, you discovered cities you've never been to before, and you've gotten affiliated down there. But Clinton is a small school right near Adrian by Jackson. They have become a powerhouse in football, perennially at least getting to the regional finals lately, and had some good players. They take on West Catholic at Coldwater High School on Saturday. West Catholic, for people who know them, they dropped down to Division Six this year due to enrollment, and they have an outstanding player, running back that's committed to Air Force in Tim Klaska. You saw this kid firsthand, Bill. He is a load, but if there's a team that – could maybe knock off West Catholic just because of their playoff prowess. Look out for Clinton because uh, they've got a heck of a football team, and that's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, powerhouse in wrestling, and that usually translates as Buck Gino, your broadcast partner on the 96-1 high school football playoff game of the week, said yesterday on the Huge Show, if you have a good wrestling program, you're usually really competitive in football. And we've seen schools like Lowell and Clinton fits that mold, and I know our affiliate 96.5 The Cave uh, down in Adrian, southeast Michigan. They're fired up uh, about Clinton. Uh, the Ford Field experience, Brett, for somebody who's never been there, and I had Mark on, the executive director of the MHSA, yesterday. Uh, the ticket price is great. You get a full day of football on Friday, full day of football on Saturday. Lions always play the annual Thanksgiving Day game at home 
uh, for somebody that's never been there, and I know I've been there about 10 times, but you're there every year. Uh, what are people missing? Anybody listening across the state of Michigan that has never went to Ford Field to watch the high school football state championships? You're missing a state-of-the-art venue, as you know, Bill, that just rocks for Lions games. But what's great about the high school football finals is you can get the best seat in the house. I mean, everything's lower bowl. Everything's basically from 20 to 20-yard line. And for what you're paying, like Mark mentioned, and the venue that you're in, and the roar. When you hear that first touchdown, the roar of a good-sized crowd with the communities coming down, whether it's from the UP or whether it's from suburban Detroit or whether it's from uh, you know Grand Rapids or Lansing area, wherever they come over, or Muskegon, uh, that roar is just something, as you sit up in the press box where we are on the seventh floor, uh, it just rises up and it, it, it's special. I mean, it really is. And the fact that you take weather out of it, you get the, the best teams in the state playing for a state championship in the best conditions. And then I would say the final part of it, and you know this from when you were hosting those uh, pregame parties for the Lions, is if you haven't been to downtown Detroit in a while, it has changed. And right around Ford Field and Comerica Park, there are so many great places to go, watch college games if you're there on Saturday in between. Uh, it's just a, a great atmosphere and it's so fun to see the people with their spirit and their, the colors they're wearing and everything, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas. I mean, as you know, a kid gets to Ford Field or the Breslin Center or whatever sport it might be, and it's a state championship, that's something they'll remember and their family will remember for the rest of their life. And it's like 20 bucks a day to watch. Uh, there's four games each day. $20 a day. You can get your tickets at MHSAA.com or at Ticketmaster. Uh, dot com the high school football state championships great weather guaranteed inside ford field a week from friday and a week from saturday and if there are any west michigan teams who make it to detroit brett bakita and buck gino will be calling those games on our flagship station 96 one the game also listen for brett and steve and the crew mornings on wood radio am 1300 106.9 in grand rapids All right, uh, Brett, thank you so much for your thoughts on the drive to Ford Field. Enjoy the game Saturday down in Battle Creek. I heard from Buck last night that there's no heating inside the press box at Battle Creek, Harper Creek. I got a new promotion for you, Bill. The huge show mini shovel for all the high school football fans this weekend. No, I I said you're going to bring one of those little heaters for your feet, and if you do that, you lose your man card. Okay. No, Buck will be Buck will be in short sleeves. Come on. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and check out one of the games, but I will say the weather has uh, dampened my enthusiasm to bundle up and go uh, stand on the sidelines. It's hard to believe for that. Uh, you know, if we go to South Christian and Hudsonville Unity Christian in the in their second round of the playoffs, I'm in shorts at East Kentwood High School in shorts. <laughs> Less than two weeks ago, in shorts, watching a high school football playoff game in November in Michigan. And now they're saying here in West Michigan, six to 12 inches of new snow by Saturday morning. And how about that computer forecast for Buffalo predicting upwards of six feet of snow? Here's my question. Has snow ever canceled an NFL or college game? I'd be curious to know that. Do you know, Bill? You know, they brought up the Buffalo game that was moved back in 2014 to Ford Field, and there's talk that the Buffalo game against Cleveland could be moved to Ford Field. I don't know, canceled. I I don't know if canceled. 
Even with thunder snow. Yeah. yeah, how come thunder snow? They don't make the players wait 30 minutes like they do with our kids at soccer. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There was a lightning strike 800 miles away. Whistle. We're going to wait 30 minutes. Hey, bring that up to our friend Mark Yule. Just don't tell him that I asked you to say that. <laughs> well, I, I don't think snow, uh, unless the venue can't be shoveled. You know, everyone is in an NFL stadium where they have, uh, you know, all the plows and everything. You had, remember the Raiders, Patriots, and the infamous Brady, uh, you know, hand game, right, in terms of uh, the ball, the whatever yeah. it was, a tuck or whatever it was called. And uh, 1935 was the last time it was canceled. And it was a Lions-NFC championship game. They canceled it and awarded the Bears the NFC title. <laughs> that's that, that's the lion's luck. Uh, games canceled because of snow. Bears are going to the NFL championship. I love it. All right, we love it, Brett. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Bill. All right, Brett Bakita uh, joining us. Ninety-six-one high school football playoff game of the week Saturday afternoon, one o'clock. Grand Rapids South Christian. And Edwardsburg, and like I said, get your tickets for Ford Field. Ticketmaster.com or go to MHSAA.com for the championship games for a week from Friday and for a week from Saturday. Think about that weekend next week. Lions and the Bills on Thursday. High school state championships all day Friday. The U.S. and England in the World Cup Thanksgiving weekend Friday at 2. All the college football you get on Thanksgiving weekend. Michigan, Ohio State on that Saturday at noon. And I'll be at the Brands on Leonard with Johnny Brand for Michigan, Ohio State a week from Saturday. Make sure you reserve your table at the Brands on Leonard. Then high school football all day. Then Michigan State, Penn State. Wow. What a sports weekend. And then all the rest of the World Cup games. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Will you be watching the World Cup? You tell me one 866 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Make sure you check the schedule for their next home game. Just search Grand Rapids Gold tickets. And remember, every Tuesday home game, buy one, get one ticket free. Every Thursday home game, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs. And every Sunday home game, the family four-pack of tickets with a $20 concession voucher is only 50 bucks. Just search Grand Rapids Gold Tickets and get your tickets today. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. There's never been a better time for football fans to join the huddle with BetMGM. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today and place a $10 pregame wager on any pro football team to win. If any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wages outcome. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, when you make your first bet. Get on the field and find out why nothing beats a win at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET200. 
200 to win $200 in free bets if any player scores a touchdown in any pro football game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com just texted Fly and said, Bills and the Browns has been moved from Buffalo to Detroit on Sunday because of the blizzard getting set to hit upstate New York. 24-7, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Also, wherever you download podcasts, just search The Huge Show to catch up on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are set to roll in tower number three on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A lot of conversation today ranging from Mike Knubel in studio talking about the wings. My huge opinion on Michigan basketball, number 20 in America. Hammered Pitt last night with a huge second half, 91-60. I love Juwan Sunjet. He's an NBA player. Buffkin had a big night. The kid out of Grand Rapids, Christian. Dickinson solid across the board. 11-7 and 5. 5 assists for the big man. Him and Sissoko right now, the way they're playing. You get a big guy who can kick it back out. Or if teams want to collapse, double team. He finds somebody so big. They look awesome. They got Arizona State uh, back east. 
Yeah, nice start to college basketball. I watched Texas just hammer Gonzaga like their worst loss ever. Just destroyed them. Texas now, I would think, the number one team in the country, even ahead of North Carolina. Michigan football against Illinois. I don't think it's a trap game. I think it will be physical. I don't think they're going to win that game 40 to nothing, but I see the Wolverines somewhere in that 28 to 10 window as they look ahead to Ohio State and Columbus a week from Saturday. And don't forget about my huge watch party at Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR a week from Saturday. Make sure you call ahead. Reserve a table. All the TVs at all brands locations will have the Wolverines at the Mighty Buckeyes a week from Saturday in the huge show. And our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. We will be at Johnny Brands on Leonard for Michigan at Ohio State a week from Saturday. World Cup is set to begin. The U.S. will play on Monday against Wales. Wales. I love to watch the Wales. Have you ever watched the Wilds? They had that little spat. John Conlon, one of the great high school soccer coaches in America and one of our huge show soccer insiders. He'll break down the Americans, their group play, and can they get to the knockout round? We'll talk to Johnny C. In a moment, our Bud Light huge question of the day is connected to the World Cup. Will you be watching the World Cup? And as usual, there's no middle ground with soccer. There is the diehard fans. And then there's people like go, I'm not watching World Cup. I watch NASCAR Cup racing. They don't go three wide in soccer. Yeah, things get a little messy at Daytona, but I'm not watching messy. You can answer the Bud Light huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interactions, by the way, presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They have a ton of talent from Baylor, Kentucky, Stanford, Duke, and more. They play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Every Tuesday home game, buy one ticket, get one free. Every Thursday home game, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And every Sunday home game, family four-pack of tickets and a $20 concession voucher for just 50 bucks. That's four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for just 50 bucks for Sunday home games. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office and your usual Ticketmaster outlets. It was cool having Knubel in studio talking hockey. I forgot all the great ones he's played with, including the great one Gretzky, Ovechkin, Joe Thornton, Stevie Y in Detroit played for Red, Coach Baum at East Kentwood Falcon Hockey. Speaking of East Kentwood, John Conlon, one of the great high school soccer coaches, spent a long time as head coach at East Kentwood, still teaches in the district, now uh, coaches the girls over at Byron Center High School south of Grand Rapids. He's one of our soccer insiders, set to talk about the World Cup. Man, this because of football season, John, uh, the World Cup came at us really fast. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, it's uh, 
This is the most unique World Cup, obviously, in my lifetime. It's uh, in November in Qatar. It's um, in the middle point of a lot of the professional seasons. So a lot of the leagues are taking a break. And it's also, you know, matched up against hockey, NFL football, uh, you know, NBA basketball, college basketball. So it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. Well, let's, let's begin with the Americans. Uh, where are they better than they were at the last World Cup? And your thoughts on this team? And will they get out of uh, group play and get to that knockout round? Yeah, well, you know, I, you hit it right on the head when it comes to American fans. Like, there's two types of people, I think. There are those that care about soccer and those that have no interest in soccer. And, and maybe there's a group kind of in between, but... This is probably the first time in my lifetime where there's really some expectations for the U.S. Uh, like, I think we're legitimately a top 20 team in the world right now. Uh, so, you know, making it out of the group play is extremely important. It's the first time there's really probably a ton of pressure on the U.S. to get out of group play. Uh, I think everybody in the world wants to see the U.S. fail, which that's fine. We'll embrace it because sooner or later, you know, in the next hundred years, uh, we'll be at the top. It's just a matter of time. Um, I still think, I think I told you back in 2010, we're 40 years away. And so I'll stick with that and say we're 28 years away from winning it. But I think we legitimately have a team that can compete with some of the top teams in the world. So I, I'm really excited. We're young, uh, probably too stupid to make it past our, you know, the quarterfinals. Um, a semifinal is not realistic, but, you know, getting to the quarters, I think, is, is a potential. Uh, you know, I think it's it's potentially there for the U.S. It begins with Wales in their group, and obviously England's one of the favorites maybe to win the World Cup at the end of December. So it's important to take care of business against Wales and Iran, and they'll move on. They'll be one of the top two. They do play England the Friday, a week from tomorrow, uh, the Friday before Ohio State Michigan. So when you look at this group, Wales, uh, Iran, and England, uh, how do they match up against the U.S. team? Well, the first game's huge. Um, I mean, England's the favorite to win the group and definitely one of the top seven teams in the world. So I think realistically we're fighting for second in the group, and obviously the top two in each group get out. Uh, And Wales is probably the team we're battling with. So we have to get at least a tie in this game. If we lose this game, it's an uphill battle to get out of the group. I mean, I think Wales then would be sitting in the driver's seat to come in second. So the first game's everything. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's a really interesting situation because players are in top form right now. They're in mid-season form, which is not how the World Cup usually is. Uh, but they've only had like a three-week camp leading up to the World World Cup, where typically it was six to seven weeks. So it's a, it's a completely different scenario. Um, I don't think Wales is a great team by any means, but they have Gareth Bale, who's one of the – most explosive players still in the world. And they have James on the wing who played for Manchester United, who's completely electric and and probably better one V one than anyone we have. So they have some play, they have some players that can change a game, but you know, top to bottom, we're definitely the better team. Uh, So that first game's everything. And then the, the big England matchup, you know, 2010, I was at Uccello's for the England U S game. And that's probably the best atmosphere I've ever seen for a U.S. game. Uh, U.S. lost, but it it was uh, it was electric. I mean, you had, half the bar was English fans, the other half was U.S. fans, and 
lot of fun. And, you know, that's 12 years ago. Hopefully it's even bigger now. John Conlon, he is one of our soccer insiders joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan talking about the World Cup uh, that begins next week in Qatar. So take care of business against Wales, get at least a tie with Iran, and barring an incredible upset of England, probably enough for the U.S. to advance, correct? Yeah, most likely. And they most likely would match up against the Netherlands is what I'm thinking. Um, we know that's a tough out. I mean, that's it. Netherlands is a world power, but the Netherlands is not a top five team in the world like they used to be. So I mean, we have a puncher's chance in that in that one, and then you know quarterfinals after that. So I, what I love about this U.S. team is it's kind of a mix of youth and and some players that um, have some overseas experience. We have a great midfield, one of the better midfields in the world, I think, but it's not deep. So if we get an injury or two, we could be in trouble. Uh, and we have an interesting goalkeeper situation uh, because Zach Steffen, who had been pretty much our starter in the lead-up to the World Cup, did not make the squad. So uh, we got a, you know three goalkeepers that have no World Cup experience and um, you know they're forced to now take the reins, and that's a, obviously an important position. But I, I love this team. I think it's the most talented team we've had since 2010. Uh, and honestly, whatever happens in this World Cup, our World Cup that we're aiming at is 2026 as a country because that's when these guys uh, will be in you know, the 27, 28, 29, 30 age group where that's kind of the prime of a soccer player's career. One of our soccer insiders, John Conlon, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about uh, the World Cup. Uh, for the casual sports fan who will tune in as they'll root for their country, which a lot of people do at any time, any sport, uh, there's not a lot of name power on this U.S. team outside of Polosic. You know, there for the soccer fans, there is, but you're right. In terms of those who are casual observers, you know, Polosic's obviously the player that everybody knows. Uh, but you have, you know, Reyna, who is uh, – you know, 20 years old. His, I actually played against his dad, Claudio Reyna, who played in the 94 World Cup. You have uh, Wea, whose dad uh, played in the 94 World Cup for Nigeria. Uh, you have um, Weston McKinney, who is a fantastic international player. So I think, you know, you're right. It's not a lot of name power going in, but I think after this World Cup, the Weston McKinney's, the Weas, the uh, Adams, players like that, they will be who the young kids are wanting to be like because they're great young players and they're great international players. They just haven't had the name recognition yet that Polisic has had. So your prediction is they'll get out of their group and lose to the Netherlands? Ah, you know, it's it's a tough call. I mean, I, I think they get out of the group. I think they come in second. I think they would give the Netherlands a great game. I really do. I think our biggest issue with this U.S. team is goal scoring. We don't have a true, like, uh, number nine or center forward that can score goals. We don't have a dominant one. You know, we're going to be able to keep the ball and defend. It's just whether or not we can find ways to score against those great international teams. And, you know, and unfortunately, that's what kind of stinks for the U.S. because the casual observer wants to see goals. And I'm not sure we're going to score a lot of goals. I think, you know, we're going to come out with some one nothing games, probably against Wales, you know, maybe 2 nothing against, um, you know, Iran. But, you know, with England, maybe a 1-1 potential draw or a 2-1 to loss. I don't think we're going to score a lot of goals. So those who are 
tuning in to see the U.S. score five, six goals, that's just not going to happen. Uh, looking at the other groups, uh, I love soccer, and I don't know with everybody being politically correct if they promote their <laughs> group of death anymore, as there was always that saying uh, before every World Cup. Uh, but I am uh, looking at some of the groups, and I, I see Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. That's pretty that's solid, group, Groupie. That's the, gr- that's the group of death. I mean, to me, that you have two world powers in Spain and Germany. Both have won World Cups recently. Uh, neither one's a favorite for this World Cup, but they're still loaded with stars. But then you have Japan, which has kind of played spoiler the last 10 years in, in different tournaments. Uh, and Costa Rica, which had a great tournament in 2014 uh, and is a CONCACAF power. I, I, that one, I, I just have a feeling either Spain or Germany is going to get shocked and potentially go home early. Uh, and that and that's what happened to Germany last World Cup, and you know that's that would be a shock. But that that's the group of death to me. Uh, group C is interesting: Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Argentina, Mexico, uh, solid world uh, class level uh, squads, and then Poland, uh, some solid soccer there as well. That Group C is interesting on what two will emerge. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a no-brainer at the at the top for me. But then that second place between Costa Rica and Mexico—I mean, excuse me—between um, Mexico and Poland—that's that's a tight matchup. Poland has uh, Lewandowski, who's maybe the best goal scorer in the world right now. Mexico uh, is extremely dynamic and electric. They don't always defend very well. So if you're looking for a shootout, that Poland-Mexico game could be the shootout. Saudi Arabia has no chance. They uh, the, the, they'll they'll land and be sent home in two weeks. So um, yeah, that that group's a good group. I I don't think any of those teams advance overly far though. I think Mexico and Poland would both lose in the next round. So um, you know it's not as top heavy as the Spain German group. John Conlon, our soccer insider, one of the best high school soccer coaches in America. Great technical trainer when it comes uh, to the sport. Joining us. On the Meyer guest line, and he'll join us throughout the World Cup. Uh, I was looking at other interesting scenarios here and wondering about uh, Canada, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia. Again, that's uh, an interesting where you're looking for three teams and who gets left out France, Australia, Denmark, France, obviously, a World Cup title contender, uh, Portugal, Uruguay, and Group H, I think, would advance with Korea. And Ghana is there? Is there a team, John, that people listening, soccer fans and sports fans listening right now, that would be deemed a sleeper team as the World Cup begins? Yeah, there's quite a few. And actually, before we get into that, we got to talk about uh, the three arguably biggest names in the World Cup, which are Lionel Messi, Argentina, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Portugal, and Neymar for Brazil. And none of them have won a World Cup. So you have, you know, arguably three of the top ten players of all time in this World Cup. It's definitely the last World Cup for Ronaldo and Messi. Um, Argentina's a favorite. So I think a lot of people are going to tune in to see them potentially win the whole thing. I think P- Portugal is a dark horse. And it's hard to say Portugal with Cristiano Ronaldo is a dark horse. Uh, but they are loaded. Nobody's talking about them. No one's putting him in the top five teams. Ronaldo has been in very poor form for Manchester United. 
Uh, and I think if there's a team, maybe not win it, but that could shock everybody and, and make it to a World Cup final, because I actually think that side of the bracket is weaker. Uh, I think Portugal could be that team. Um, Belgium is another one that people love to talk about, but they have some key injuries right now, and, and they're kind of at the end of their golden generation. And then Denmark had a great Euro run, upsetting France in the Euros, and I think a lot of people are putting Denmark as a potential semifinalist. I actually see Denmark uh, probably going out in the quarterfinals, but they are very, very good, and they're, they're full of great international players. Um, what's interesting about this World Cup is Europe has kind of dominated the last four World Cups, but I really think the two front runners to win it are Argentina and Brazil, and I'd be shocked if one of those two didn't win it this year. I, I think they are arguably the two best teams in the world, uh, they've got maybe two of the top five players currently in the world, Messi and Neymar. They're loaded with attacking talent. They're going to score a lot of goals. And for the first time in a long time, I actually think Argentina and Brazil have bought into kind of gritty defending. Both teams have been known for their attacking prowess, and I think that's why they haven't been successful the last four World Cups, is in the modern game, teams kind of sit in a shell and then counterattack. And Brazil and Argentina would expose themselves. And that's how they got beat by these really organized European teams. So I, I, I have my money on Brazil winning it. I think Argentina is definitely a potential semifinalist, maybe in the final if they beat Brazil. Um, but if you're talking dark horse, I, I'm going to go with Portugal. And I know that a lot of people think that Portugal is going to go out maybe even in the group stage. But I, I just... It's like Michael Jordan at the end of his career. I just want to believe that Cristiano Ronaldo has one more in him, and and hopefully this is like 97 Michael Jordan against the Jazz. Yeah, one note about Ronaldo. uh, The fit never looked right from day one with Manchester United. What went wrong there? Ah, There's so much. I mean, you know, he's at the point in his career where he doesn't defend a whole lot. He's kind of a goal scorer. Um, You know, a new coach comes in, and they obviously had a personality conflict. He's sitting on a huge contract, and I think, uh, to be honest, I mean, I'm not in the training camp. I don't see Ronaldo training every day. Um, I don't think he was overly effective when he got into the games, but I also think there was just a personality conflict between management and, and Ronaldo, and it was just one of those things where it wasn't a great fit at, his, at that time in his career, and unfortunately, you hate to see a guy who's a Manchester United stable who, who came up and through Manchester United kind of go out like that but you know that's professional athletics there's there's zero loyalty it's all about winning um so you know that's what it is but i i, I truly believe i think ronaldo's gonna have a huge tournament he's just that guy he's that guy who finds he's never been on a great international team but he always finds ways to stand out in the big moment and i think messi will too so those of you who are not soccer fans, t- turn in, you know, make sure you tune in for the uh, Portugal games, the Argentina games, the Brazil games, because those are going to be exciting, attacking-oriented games where you're going to see some big-name players. Speaking of big-name players, uh, away from the World Cup, we'll get back to the World Cup in a few minutes, uh, but you have always stated for the last couple of years that you thought Messi and Ronaldo would finish their pro soccer careers in the MLS here in America. I do. I still think that's going to happen. I think there's a really good chance that after this World Cup, we find, and people have talked more about Messi and you know his possibility of purchasing uh, one of the uh, full being the full owner of one of the uh, MLS teams, and I think you know that's obviously a possibility. But he's still 
arguably one of the top three players in the world. I don't see him coming to the MLS when he's still in that capacity. Uh, Ronaldo, though, on the downswing, like, I mean, the guy's super good looking. He's, he's a fan favorite. Everyone loves him. Uh, you know, where, where else would you want to finish your career except for in the U.S. where there's great media? Uh, there's a lot of casual observers who know who he is. Uh, he'd get a huge contract and, and probably be on every single billboard for the MLS. So I think Ronaldo comes in the next year. I believe that. And then I think Messi probably in the next two to three years. And I think that's exactly what the MLS needs. They need that name recognition, kind of like they had with David Beckham back, uh, you know, 10 years ago when he came to the LA Galaxy. By the way, an update on Messi's Instagram account 373 million followers. I, that's like six short of yours. It's amazing. It's pretty good. It's more than everybody in America. Three hundred seventy-three million. He could just send out a post of him and his kids swimming in their pool, and he'll make probably you know a million bucks off the post. Three hundred seventy-three million, and that's before uh, the World Cup begins. Three hundred seventy-three million followers. I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be considered the best player ever, uh, and I think he is by a lot of people already. And to, to put that, you know, World Cup championship. Um, in there, which is really a potential in this one, I think that would be the thing that puts him over the edge where they stop the discussion between him and Ronaldo, they stop the discussion between him and Pele and Zidane and some of the great ones in Diego Maradona. Like, I just think this is going to be the Ronaldo Messi, potentially Neymar World Cup, and I think uh, people are going to fall in love with Messi who are casual observers because he is fun to watch, and he's still in top form for sure. Uh, by the way, an update on Cristiano Ronaldo's Instagram account, 497 million followers. And 496 of those are women. I don't know if you know that, but mm. he is oh my. he is he's a good-looking dude. Thank you. He definitely, yeah, he definitely has that appeal Appreciate to the it. casual observer. Yeah, yes. The casual observer, I yeah, Spot no, on. they're they're great. They're great players. I appreciate it. You didn't have to go there uh, during this live interview, <laughs> but I'm fine with it. John Conlon, our soccer insider, joining us uh, here on the huge show. 497 million followers. See, we get to this worldwide level, and I said that earlier, that you know when we talk about Ronaldo with 497 million followers or Messi with 373 million, Neymar with 182 million the American sports fan, I get we're locked in on you know the Tiger Jordan levels. I understand that, uh, but the worldwide appeal of Messi and Ronaldo, and even Neymar to a point, but I'll go with uh, Messi and Ronaldo is beyond anything we've ever seen in sports. I know Tiger Woods might be in that conversation, but the game of golf doesn't transcend everywhere. It doesn't matter your income level. You're in the inner city. You're on a farm. You're uh, in a big city, but think about the worldwide power of Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, you know what I love about that is, you know, I teach elementary, and for literally the last 15 years, uh, Messi and Ronaldo jerseys have been all over the school I've taught, and it's the first first international players I've seen that with. So that just shows you how big a name they are even here in the U.S., well, and you watch a lot of kids grab their number. Uh, when you're looking at team jersey numbers, you know, being a coach at the high school level, the youth club level, your kids, 
they all they all want. I think if if I'm wrong, is it four and seven? Is that correct? I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, what well, you know? I'm forgetting. Was it ten? Messi's wearing. He Messi wears ten internationally, and he wore ten for Barcelona. Right. I think it's ten yeah, and no. seven. Right. And those are in ten and ten and seven. I, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a numbering system in soccer. Uh, ten tends to be like the attacking mid, uh, and that's it. Tends the number that you know Pele wore. Seven is what David Beckham wore for a lot of his career. Like it, those are really popular numbers already, and now they've just become solidified as the number that everybody wants. Uh, I don't think those are going to be retired or anything like you know ninety nine was for Gretzky, but you know yeah, every little kid wants to wear ten or seven. And by the way, every every young soccer fan in the U.S is either a Messi fan or a Ronaldo fan, and they refuse to admit, for the most part, that the other one's better. And I find that um, it's kind of like the LeBron-Jordan comparison. Like it's, it's an interesting argument to me. I don't quite agree that they're both the same, but uh, I, you know, kids are very pa- – like my own sons are very passionate about which one they like, so I, I love it. Yeah, my son usually it was a go-to uh, seven or ten, and then the four because seven and ten would always be popular with uh, Messi and Ronaldo, and then he would uh, navigate or get to number four somehow. So yeah, it's, I agree with you with the kids wearing it, and you just look at the worldwide uh, popularity of Messi and Ronaldo. Uh, John Conlon talking soccer. We'll have one final short segment with you coming up, Johnny. Stick around, okay? Yeah, hey, one other thing, too. Western Michigan's in the NCAA tournament today for soccer. Just wanted to point that out, Chad Wiseman. Did they win the MAC? They they won the MAC conference uh, tournament, right? Yeah, they won. uh, They beat Akron, which is one of the top five programs in the country. It's a huge win for Western Michigan. Chad Wiseman's a close friend of mine. Uh, That's a big deal. And then, obviously, they're in the NCAA tournament today. So it's uh, it's online on ESPN+. Who are they playing? I got to look. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I'll be totally honest. Since the MAC championship last weekend, I have not looked at anything other than the World Cup stuff. Uh, but it's got to be a regional opponent. Um, I, I think it's Kentucky, but I have not looked. I'm going to watch the game later tonight. Um, I'm just excited that they're, they're in the NCAA tournament. That's a huge deal. All right, good. Uh, go Broncos, who also beat Central last night. Looked like they were in a borderline blizzard in Mount Pleasant. They came back to uh, win that game. <laughs> Uh, in Mount yeah. Pleasant. All right, Johnny, we'll have one final segment on the World Cup. Stick around, okay? Sounds good. All right, John Conlon checking in on the Meyer guest line. As always, if you have a soccer question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is Huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Week 11 of the college football season is in the books in the latest edition of the college football playoff rankings. Saw no movement in the top five with Georgia at one, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee. LSU and USC check in at numbers six and seven. LSU has already sealed their SEC title game berth against 
against Georgia and the 9-1 Trojans, the highest-ranked Pac-12 team, have an opportunity to clinch a berth to their conference title game if they can win this weekend on the road at UCLA on Saturday. Those two teams are absolutely on the radar as we approach the finish line. And then there's Tennessee, who could become the fifth team in the playoff era to reach the Final Four without even winning their conference title game. All in all, one of the best, most wide-open seasons in college football to date is an absolute mess. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. For your money this week at Meyer. No matter what you need, save with deals like 10% off general merchandise apparel and shoes with Embergs, 50% off select Ophelia Row women's tops and pants, and 20% off board games and puzzles. Plus, start decorating for the holidays with buy one, get one 50% off indoor holiday decor or stockings. And you'll always pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we broadcast from the Auto Valley Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. One final segment with our soccer insider, John Conlin, on the upcoming World Cup in Qatar. So, John, if I go through the groups, tell me the two you think that will advance from each group. You ready? Yeah, no problem. Uh, group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. What two advance? Netherlands first, Senegal second. Group B, England, the U.S., Iran, and Wales. England first, U.S. second. Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. I'm going Argentina, Mexico. Um, yeah, that's a tough one, though. I mean, the Poland-Mexico game. Group D, France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. Uh, France and Denmark. France one, Denmark two. Group E, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan, the group of death. You know, I'm a German fan, but I'll go Spain 1, uh, Germany 2. Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. 
Oh, I got it. That's a tough one at the top, but I'll go Belgium one, Croatia two. Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Uh, I'm going Brazil, and then Serbia uh, is kind of my shocker team to get through at number two. Group H, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea. Portugal definitely at the top. Most people are picking Uruguay, but I, I like this Ghana team. They're young. They're athletic. They're kind of the next great African team. So I'm going to go uh, Portugal-Ghana. Who's your final four, and who makes it to the World Cup final? Um, yeah, so the final to me, well, I definitely have uh, Argentina and Brazil on one side, and then I've got... France and Portugal on the other side, um, and I think the final is Brazil-France, and those are the two most talented top-to-bottom teams in the world. They're the deepest, um, and you have a great you know, European nation that's a power versus a great South American nation, so I, I think Brazil beats France in the final. It's, it's been too long, 2002 being their last World Cup they've won. Uh, so I, I put my money on Brazil for this World Cup. And you have the U.S. going out in the round of 16? Yeah, losing to the Netherlands. I mean, I, is that is that the round of 16? I can't remember. Yeah, it would be, it'd be the two advancing, yeah, and then the round of 16. Yep. Yeah, by the way, Western Michigan plays Louisville. I looked it up. I thought Kentucky. But it's Superfly just looked it up, too, and said Louisville. He was in on it. The Broncos. <laughs> They're on a mission to win the NCAA championship. Yeah, I hope so. Hope so. Why not? Right? That'd be. I don't know if Western's ever won an NCAA championship in a sport, but why not? Also, want to give a shout out to Western Michigan University women's soccer. Lewis Robinson, who had coached my daughter Ava for a while, he was named last summer their new head women's soccer coach in Kalamazoo at Western. Yeah, Lou's going to do a great job. It'll take a couple years to get him where he needs him to be, but like Chad, he'll have them at the top of the MAC. Well, they're not in the MAC, actually. Actually, the girls aren't, but the boys actually left the MAC. Uh, but I'm at the top of the league here this this next year and in the next two years, and it's only a matter of time before he's uh, in the NCAA tournament with the Western women, too. Also, John, uh, I know you're a proud papa. want to give some love to your sophomore and high school son, Brody Conlon, who was named to the Olympic Developmental Midwest team. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually on my way to the airport to get him right now. He's uh, flying back from Florida, and um, I know that he probably would do a better job in this interview than I do because he and his brother know every single player in the world, uh, and they think every prediction I make is completely wrong. So I I guess that's... I know that feeling. I know that feeling, and it's not only from my kids. It's from every listener of the huge show. <laughs> hey, I did want to give you a shout-out. I mean, I don't know how many you know, nationwide radio guys are, are covering the World Cup, but you've done it longer than anybody I know. And you know, for those people who hate soccer, soccer's here to stay. It's a matter of time before it's going to be in the top you know, three in our country with football and basketball. So I, I appreciate everything you've done to support the game and hopefully people fall in love with it watching this World Cup. That's that's definitely what I'd love to see. Yeah, U.S. and Wales on Monday. A lot of the U.S. times are at 2 p.m. It's the latest they could get because of the time difference on the other side of the world in Qatar. And that England-U.S. game Thanksgiving weekend, 2 p.m. on the day before Michigan-Ohio State. Johnny, uh, give Brody my best. Tell him congrats, and we'll talk soon. We'll check in 
uh, probably Monday uh, after the U.S.-Wales matchup in the World Cup. Yeah, hopefully we're in a good mood. Big game for the U.S., but thanks, huge. I appreciate it. All right, there he is, John Conlon, one of the great high school soccer coaches in America and one of our soccer insiders, along with the entire Baroni family. We'll get their thoughts on the World Cup next week. And I do take a lot of pride, even before my kids played soccer, that I could kind of see the sport coming. MLS is growing. There is a lot of interest. So enjoy it. Uh, there are there are fabulous big names, you know, Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, and also great teams. And if you can't cheer on the U.S., you have issues. If you can't <laughs> cheer for the Americans in a lot of sports, you have issues. John, I got to run. Go pick up, bro. All right, sounds good. All right, thank you. I actually forgot to let him go. I didn't know he was still there. He surprised me. I'm like, boom, what? It's still Johnny Conlon. We do have one final segment straight ahead. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.